Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this. is Beauty and the Beta. <laughs> and we will make America great again. <laughs> Welcome to the show. It is a great show, terrific show, tremendous show. Frankly, the best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen, flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. Hello. Happy New Year to everyone out there. Thanks for helping us grow this production throughout 2017. Hope everybody has a great holiday and had a great Christmas. Looking forward to uh, to more in 2018 for tonight, uh, the final show of the year. You know, I wish I could say I had something fancy planned. I thought, should we do like top cringe or, you know, top hoax hate or something like that? Don't make me relive all of that crap. Come on. And then I thought, well, you know, one, that's a lot of work during the Christmas New Year's week. And two, why not just feature the, the current versions? I have current hoax hate and I have current... <laughs> Uh, surprise cringe. So those are coming up for you. I was, th- I was thinking I could give you the option. Do you want to do surprise cringe up top or surprise cringe to end the show? Uh, let's close it out with the su- surprise cringe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was going to say before, like 48 hours ago, not a big news week between Christmas and New Year's and still not a huge news week. Two weeks, maybe three weeks of this. But this, uh, this swatting story out of Kansas <sighs> is absolutely insane. So uh, most people are aware of this. If you're not, there was a disagreement over Call of Duty, the video game, that escalated until one party, one of the involved guys, makes a fake call to 911 claiming to have killed his father and to be holding his mom and brother hostage at gunpoint, gives the cops uh, an address that the guy he was in a dispute with had given him. Turns out to be the address of an entirely uninvolved family. The cops show up at that address and they end up shooting a 28-year-old father of two who had nothing to do with this conflict. It is an absolutely hideous, horrible, terrible story. Um, and I hope this prankster, I, I, do you want to call him a prankster? Does this count as a prank? Sorry, just a prank, bro. 
Um, I hope he rots. I hope he burns in hell. So he just gave them a fake address. That's what it sounds like. Like we'll, we'll explain when we get into it in a little bit here, but yeah, it's, um, so these guys are fighting over a bet or a disagreement over the game. One, if you've ever played the game, that that's why I got on YouTube was these conflicts over Xbox live. They're hilarious. People say, where do you live? I'm going to come beat you up. And you say, oh, well, here's my address. Maybe the guy was bullshitting. Maybe it was an old address of his. But he said, oh, I live at, you know, 123 whatever street in Wichita, uh, Kansas. Yeah. Turns out that's a real place with a real family living there. And that family now is minus one dad. Jeez. How because awful. of this. Hmm. But I have a feel-good story for us to rebound after that, um, which is an Antifa activist darting across the street and getting hit by a car in portland i wish i wish that i hadn't watched the footage 10 times before <laughs> before this show so we had, could have some yeah. live reactions we'll take a look at that and i want to be clear i'm not celebrating someone getting hit by a car per se but look I this am. was it's reckless so jaywalking <laughs> these are communists recklessly jaywalking and they got hit by a car that's what <laughs> happened uh, at disneyland this week trump's robot Trump's robot representation debuted at the, I guess what they call their Hall of Presidents exhibit. I've never heard of this, but they have robot or statue depictions. They're really of, creepy robots, yeah. Yeah. And they debuted the Trump one, and one hero rose to, uh, <laughs> to the occasion to make sure that this robot didn't get a peaceful debut, and he recorded himself protesting this and put it on Twitter. We'll take a look at that. It's... um. I always love terrible music videos. There's a great new music video out now. Remember that uh, that good night alt-right music video we looked at a few months ago? I, who could forget? I, th I think this is a good run uh, or gives a good challenge to that for um, for worst music video of the year. It's it's some band I've never heard of called Tenlo. Yeah. And it depicts the murder of Harvey Weinstein or Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein. Uh, played by somebody you might recognize. We'll save uh, who who plays Harvey Weinstein in this horrendous music video. Find out uh, about midway through the show here. So this is confirmed that this was based on Harvey Weinstein. I mean, I watched it, but then yes. I was like, "Are we sure? Because he's not he's not That's, very fat." Yeah, they should have like given him a bigger a pillow suit. suit. Yeah. yeah, fat suit. That's what I was expecting when I watched it. But but all the reports that I've seen say it's. I mean, it looks to me like it's a clear. Harvey Weinstein look-alike or Harvey yeah. Weinstein costume or, or look. I guess. I hmm. guess. All right. Well, either <laughs> way, it's terrible. That? It's terrible either way. Plus, uh, Harambe gets a new arcade game in Boise, Idaho. But is the game offensive? We'll find out. And, uh, of course, we will read uh, Super Chats in between topics five bucks and up on the Sunday show because we are no good low-down money grabbers. We regret the policy, but we got to keep the Sunday show moving along. Will be all this and more in your favorite couple hours of listening material. Thank you for liking the show on YouTube. Thank you for reviewing the show on iTunes. Thank you for keeping us afloat, helping us upgrade stuff on Patreon. And thank you for emailing us. That is beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. If you prefer to listen to the show, take us on the go. Find us uh, on any audio platform on which you find all, your, all the rest of your podcasts. So iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you're finding your podcasts, you can find us. They're all linked in the description for you. Before we hop into the SWAT story, uh, a couple announcements on the top of the show, and then I want to just do some quick resolution talk, since, since I think we went on record last year and I said I was going to get into less Twitter fights. Mixed results on that. I don't even remember what I said. I don't either. Should have checked. Did I say I'm going to get woke in 2017? 
well, you got a you got a resolution for 2018. I do to get less woke. That's the 2018. Oh, okay. Before okay, so before we get into this, I also want to say thanks people for putting up with the irregular streams. So last week we did Friday night. Tonight we're doing yeah. Saturday night because of New Year's Eve. Sunday the seventh we return to the normal Sunday schedule. So nothing will change after that. And the call-in show returns on Wednesday as well, normal Wednesday time, and we'll keep yep. that going through as well. So thanks for people. Uh, thanks to people for putting up with our with our weird holiday schedule here. But it's coming to an end. Okay, so. Get less woke is, is your resolution. What, are you joking or do you have a specific serious no, meaning? No, no. Like I'm, I'm going to have to scale back the channel. People in my family and my fiance took a little hiatus from my channel because they got busy and then revisited my channel and they are perturbed. They're, they're, they're worried. <laughs> you're risking political exile from your own family. Is that what you're saying? Yes. So they've given me a little chat and I'm going to to really have to scale it back. So you're cucking out. Is that what you're telling me? I think I think I'm going to have to. Yeah. yeah. Your your resolution is to cuck out 2018. Yeah, but I'm going to hate every moment of it. I want you all to know. <laughs> I resent this, but I'm going to do it. All right. Okay. Well, maybe maybe we should swap roles. Maybe I should become, I don't know. Maybe I should um I don't put on some makeup and and you We already be- did that once. We're not doing it again. <laughs> oh yeah. We did do that. <laughs> We've done it all. Um on a serious note, uh I am going to make a commitment. My resolution is to, I'm going to go the Jordan Peterson route and I'm going to clean up my room. But I don't even mean that in the metaphorical sense. Because oh, I thought I, you I meant actually, being a civic nationalist cuck. That's... Oh, well, that too. Um, yeah, I'm going to clean that up. I'm going to clean that up <laughs> quick. Yeah. Uh, but I don't mean that as a metaphor for my life per se, because actually I'm, I've been so thrilled with how I've been able to build this channel and the show and everything over the last year. And I thank everybody who's been supporting that. And I... I have no intention to quit or change anything. I just want to keep going. So it's not about cleaning that up. It's about literally cleaning up the space in which I live because I've put so much time into work. So basically I I sit in here and I work and then I go out and I do other stuff. But I don't spend a lot of time at home like maintaining my place of residence. And it's often a mess. And I kind of realize it's like, you know, if I just cleaned up messes as I made them, they wouldn't become hurricane scenes you know or or catastrophic the the scenes of a catastrophic disaster there are lots of organizational channels on youtube yeah i should watch some i should Mm -hmm. get into that um and then i've heard to read the life changing magic of tidying up i think that's what it's what it's called Hmm. the book about organizing (laughs) you're not gonna read it are you I'm going to say that's a book I'm meaning to read. I'll put it on the list. Put it on the list of things. And then, you know, a year later, we'll have this conversation again. Yeah. And I figure a fun bit for the rest of the show if super chatters are so inclined, though I would never try to tell them what to do with their super chats because they're so good at creating comedy on their own. But if you will have resolution suggestions for the two of us, we will happily take those by super chat throughout the night. I will have the rim shots ready. Uh, I anticipate there might be some funny ones. I I don't know. We'll see. That's all I got on resolutions. The only other thing I have before the swatting thing is just one of those clips that really doesn't fit into the show anywhere, but I thought, my God, this is so crazy. I have to play it. This is I couldn't so believe nuts. it when I saw this. So I'm just going to play it, and then we'll explain some of the details. This is um, a BMX biker. I couldn't even find where this park is. But it's a BMX biker trying to clear this fence and do a front flip over it. Uh, just watch what happens. And no, he's actually fine. He's not hurt. What in the heck? That was insane. 
What the f <laughs> So this Holy is um smokes. this is Pro BMX biker Anthony Napolitan. And he posts this video to Instagram. He's trying to front flip over uh, over the fence out of that bowl and instead of crashing into the fence or even worse, getting impaled. Uh yeah, he could have he, lost his his balls. He could have lost his life. I mean, my God. Yeah, he probably would have been gravely injured. I'm looking at those spikes. I don't know. Yeah, he could have definitely killed himself doing that. But when I saw that, I was like, oh, my God, the the jewels and everything. Did I just witness a man getting impaled? But he was not impaled. His legs apparently slid perfectly between the bars. And he was just kind of hung up there. And then he just hopped off and he wasn't injured. I'm fine, guys. Everything's okay. <laughs> I, my understanding is he's a professional BMX biker. Ah, you know, maybe retire at that point. I feel like, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll never uh, I'll never have I'll never have a luckier moment than Oof. that. My gosh. So uh, congratulations, Anthony Napolitan, luckiest man I've seen in some time. He's probably going to feel invincible and then die in a, hard, a high speed car accident later or something like that. So, yeah, something terribly <laughs> ironic. Ugh. OK, you ready to get into this? Well, first off, should we take a break or should we hop right into this SWAT thing? Uh, let's do let's do the SWAT thing. This story okay. oh, is going to take a little bit, but. Uh, do you want to do the factual breakdown or, or should I do it? Go nuts, Skag. You, okay. you get the honors of telling this heartbreaking, ter- me, terrible story. Let's find the article here and pull this up. So well, let, let me just start by saying what swatting is, because most most people, our, our audience is pretty internet savvy, Yeah, m- much more internet savvy than we are. I mean, they make references we don't know half the time. But if you're not familiar, if, if you're not familiar with the concept of swatting, the idea is that if I know who you are and where you live and we have some kind of dispute and I want to get you, I want to prank you, I want to punish you, whatever, I could call 911 pretending to be a hostage holder at that, at that, uh, at that address, for example, uh, and, and call the cops and say, hey, I've got hostages here, uh, blah, 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 send, uh, send whoever, I'm going to kill them all, you know, make up a story about very serious criminal activity, a very serious emergency. And the idea being that then the police send a SWAT unit or, you know, whatever. It might be regular police, might be SWAT, but they're going to send armed police to come see what's going on. And people have done this on streams before. It'd be like if, if people had my address, which, spoiler alert, people do, but this is exactly the reason why I've spoken to the police where I live so right. this thing doesn't happen. If someone were to call the cops with an emergency story about this residence and then they can watch the stream and they'd watch co- armed cops bust in here live on the stream and say, Oh, oh, oh we got him. That's funny. The, the thing that's not funny is you're very seriously putting people's lives in danger because yeah. the cops are expecting some kind of armed standoff. They're going to be on edge, understandably. So that's the nature of swatting. And this has been something that's been going on in the video game community, uh, just the internet community in, in the broader sense for the last few years. And this is, like I said, this is exactly the reason why when I went by my real name and my information was out there, why I went straight to the police department here and said, look, if you ever get an emergency phone call about this residence, check with these numbers to see what's going on before you send somebody with, you know, I don't know, a giant armored truck to go blow up my house or something like that. So that, that's the concept here is this is a way you can prank people that you have a dispute with. And again, I use the term prank because that's, the term that's used in these stories, but I think it's much more serious than a prank. So this starts Thursday night. 
This is, uh, and it starts on Call of Duty. Like I said, I, I still play Call of Duty to this day. It's the reason I got on YouTube. People talk shit on Call of Duty, and it's funny, and it's fun. But people get really serious about it, and they get really heated. And this 25-year-old character, Tyler Barris of Los Angeles, he actually has a, a mugshot here we could take a look at. Uh, this gentleman, Tyler Barris, uh, gets in a dispute with some other player on Call of Duty, apparently over like a dollar or a $2 bet. I, I don't know how that works. I don't know what they were wagering, but it's some insignificant financial bet that they made. So at some point in the exchange, they're fighting. The, the, the player tells this guy, this Barris, oh, I live at such and such address in Wichita, Kansas. So Barris calls the police in Wichita, Kansas, um, and he tells... The authorities will listen to the clip of what he said. He tells the authorities that his mom and his dad have been fighting and that he shot his dad in the head and that he's holding his mom and brother at gunpoint. Uh, and also that he has poured gasoline in the house and may ignite it. And several times throughout this exchange, he gave the authorities the address where he believed this guy he was fighting with lived. So uh, let's, before we go further, let's take a listen to what that actually sounds like. These are the calls uh, that he made to Wichita, Kansas authorities. 911, what is the location of your emergency? Okay, I just had a, a person call uh, down to the security desk at City Hall, and he said his mother had just, like, uh, hit his dad over the head with a handgun. Okay, I have his phone number, but for some reason, either he is hanging up or I can't transfer it. So I'm. So he called City Hall security first and tells this story to this guy, who then gets in touch with dispatch, That's and then dis suspicious. I mean, why would he not just immediately call nine one one if this was a real? Well, I mean, if if you're in Los Angeles and you call nine one one, you'll get connected to Los Angeles authorities, right? So he probably had to call some city line in Wichita. I don't know. Presumably. Um, that, that would be my guess, but I don't know exactly why. Anyway, they connect emergency dispatch calls him and that's how they connect. I'm going to give you the phone number. Hello. This is 911. What's going on? They were arguing and I shot him in the head and he's not breathing anymore. Okay. Do you have any weapons on you? Yeah, I do. What kind of weapons do you have? Um, a handgun. I'm just pointing the gun at them, making sure they stay in the closet. My mom and my little brother. Okay, is there any way you can put the gun up? No. Are you guys sending someone over here? Because then I'm definitely not going to put it away. Yeah, I'm thinking about, because um, I already poured gasoline all over the house. I might just set it on fire. Okay, well, we don't need to do that, okay? Okay, so then officers obviously deploy, and they go to this home, and they're prepared for a hostage situation. And that's when this dad, um, I'm not sure if he's pictured in this article. Yeah, okay, so here's the guy who lives there. His name is Andrew Finch. He's a 28-year-old father of two, entirely uninvolved in this dispute. He was not arguing with these guys on the internet, doesn't even know who they are, just happens to live at the address that was shared between the two of them for whatever reason, could have even been random, possibly. But, but Andrew Finch is there. The police surround his home expecting a, host, a hostage situation. He comes out on the porch. Police order him to put his hands up. He moves his hand toward the waistband. 
and an officer fired and hit him and he died minutes later. There is actually police footage of what exactly happened here. You can't, it's far away. You can't see anything gory in case people are worried about that. But this is, so, here's some of the sounds from dispatch and, and images from the scene. 33 West McCormick, 1033 West McCormick, 253, 250 after Mr. Sharp, Okay, complaints indicating, I'm sorry, I read the call, it's not, Correct. The complaint advising he did shoot his dad in the head and he's not breathing. He's also indicating that his mom and brother are in the house and he has them at gunpoint. And one shot. Holy shit. And he's down and he's dead a few minutes later. He probably was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Can you imagine if police knocked on your door that you were surrounded? You had no idea what was going on. Imagine. And I don't This is all going to be the subject of investigation. The officer who took the shot is apparently being put on some sort of leave while the investigation continues. I, I'm, I don't know enough about what happened here to, to scrutinize the police action or not. I certainly know they were put in an incredibly unfair situation. But imagine... I mean, imagine the pain of the family, of course, of course, but imagine the pain of that officer too, that he's going to have to live with this for the rest of his life. Yeah. But he was also trigger happy. This, this cannot possibly be police protocol. We talk about this every time something like this happens. Um, but if this is police protocol, they need to change it. I, I mean, this is, story... a, this, is an, this is a possibility that every call that they get is fake. They have to consider that. Yeah. But I mean, it's also and a real possibility that it's not. And they see him reaching for his waistband, which is what is reported. And at that point, police officers' lives are in danger. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. All I know is there's one person who's responsible for creating this entire scenario. And I can, I can sympathize with everybody in this situation other than that piece of shit. Yeah. Well, and then the guy that gave the false address, you have to also realize that somebody is probably living in, at your previous residence and that if they do something... Both yeah. those guys should be charged with murder. Not the guy who just gave the address. Come I don't, on, what I don't... a bullshit thing to do. What an asshole. Uh, I do mean, you think that it was did it... occur to him like, oh, maybe another family lives there now? Yeah, I mean, what is it? Is it wise? Certainly not. But but he, yeah, there's no intent on his part. Uh, for all he knows, I mean, for all we know, he th maybe he thought it was made up. It's possible. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe no intent there, but stupidity. For sure. So there's a little more to this story too. Um, said the uh, the deputy Wichita chief, the irresponsible acts of a prankster put people's lives at risk. The incident is a nightmare for everyone involved due to the action of a prankster. We have an innocent victim. If the uh, if the false police call had not been made, we would not have been there. Barris, the guy who who made this false call. Uh, has been previously charged with making false bomb threats in Glendale, California. This is oh not God. the first time he's done this. And he also reportedly, I've not been able to, to verify this, but he uh, reportedly said on social media after the fact, I'm not sure where, what social media or where he said this. I didn't get anyone killed because I didn't discharge a weapon and being a SWAT member isn't my profession. He posted. Um, no. I, I don't know how this is going to play out legally. I don't know what the charge is going to be. So, and I, I don't Probably know. Probably manslaughter, right? I don't know. I mean, I, the way that I was thinking about this was, 
as a layman, not as someone who understands legalese and how this is going to work out. But as a layman, I thought, what is this crime similar to? And I thought this is, to me, it is kind of like ordering a hit. Maybe a little less direct, but you're certainly putting someone in a similar situation. And if you order a hit, you are charged with conspiracy to commit murder. Uh, I would want something along those lines. You committed a deliberate act that put someone's life in immediate danger. Mm -hmm. And you knew that's exactly what you were doing. Now, did you want this guy to die? There's no way he could have wanted this guy specifically to die. It's not like it was premeditated in that sense. But he knew what he was doing. This was not there. It wasn't purely negligent either. Yeah. And obviously, if you're doing that to somebody, it has occurred to you that they could be accidentally shot by the police, especially considering the year, the two years that we've had. Yeah. I I don't know. This is such a unique case that I'll be interested to see how this how this plays out in the legal sense. But I want him to have the same fate. To be honest, I don't consider him morally distinct. I mean, he didn't pull the trigger, but but how morally distinct is he from someone who does? Who does, right? I don't know that he is that much. Well, let's hope for manslaughter, but I don't think that's going to happen. Hmm. We'll have to see what happens. There's let's hope no he news just on... rots in hell forever. Yeah, yeah, really. There's no news on what he's getting charged with officially? No. All I saw was that he was being held. Let me find what I have in the notes. Uh, he's being held without bond. Uh, with a charge level listed as felony, but the specific charge I was not not able to find. Interesting. People well, know. we'll update the story when we know more. Just absolutely terrible. I mean, not that any timing is good for this either, but during the holiday week too. I mean, just just what an awful story. And I don't know how old the two children are. It just said two young children. Um, estimate that to be what you think it might, but. This is going to be two, two children growing up without a father, without their father, their biological right. father at least. For what? Because this idiot got in a fight over Call of Duty? Are you kidding? Yeah, and as far as the police are concerned, it seems like they're not um, identifying weapons before they shoot somebody. Hmm. This happened with, what was his name, Daniel Shraver? The guy Daniel was- Shaver, I think that was the hotel shooting yeah, that yeah. we saw with the crawling. Um, nobody saw him with a weapon on his person and they still killed him. It's like there, there have to be protocol changes. Yeah. But it was a similar scenario where people had reported it. Remember in his case, they said there's a guy like brandishing a gun in the window. And then this is sort of a similar case. worse in fact, because you had reports of I'm holding people at gunpoint. You, I think you still should have to make a positive visual identification of somebody with a gun, holding a gun, a gun on their person before you can make a fatal shot. I mean, yeah, but then you at that point you'd have to recognize that you are putting officers in imminent danger of being shot themselves. I mean, it's it, it's a fair it's maybe that's the case you want to make, but that is a trade-off that comes with it. Yeah. Hmm. Want to do some super chat? <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, please cheer me up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's that's about all I got to say on this. Um, oh, that is just so sad. I don't know, but I mean, there's a lesson in this. We, especially after all this kraut drama, it's like there are real life consequences for our stupid little internet squabbles. Yeah. You can't just be doing stuff like this. You can destroy people's lives. Yeah. And it's not just, uh, this this is why people are so hostile to things like doxing. It's not just like what you intend to do with the information. It's It's what what all the idiots on the internet 
can and will do. It's what, what this Tyler Barris guy will do with that information. That's why it's like, all it takes is one epic legendary idiot to do something like this. Yeah. Definitely. And lives are altered forever. Hmm. Oh. So yeah, can just, you know, keep your internet drama on the internet where it belongs. <laughs> Don't get personal. It always gets personal, doesn't it? All right, let's do some of these. Um, Claude Sandshark said, happy to see y'all been watching a TLDR talk about an article that state that states because boys have pe- have a penis, they understand physics better. Trey Gowdy. Have you heard of this? Mm, I don't no, know to what I have not. Trey Gowdy is a, is a congressman from South Carolina. That's about all I know about it. But And I actually don't watch TLDR, so... Yeah, because he he ripped you or something he like did. that. Speaking of internet drama, yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't do that, but like, if I feel like if somebody rips me on their channel, I'm like, oh, never gonna watch your content ever again. Uh, it depends on the nature. Like, if someone criticizes just, an he idea, he was saying that like I have, uh, you know, no merit, nothing interesting to say because I'm a woman. And stuff. Oh yeah, so it wasn't even on a specific claim you made. It's just that you're a talentless hack or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't yeah, think he. <laughs> I don't know. I can't I actually. Can't do me it. next, TLDR. Somebody, please. <laughs> I'm just waiting. Uh, Joshy Boy said, here's to almost a year of being a subscriber to your channel, Matt. I share my applause. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks. And happy new year. Patrick Waz said, late Merry Christmas and happy new year to you both and to all the viewers. Here's your Air Force tax break for Blonde. Always getting my name right on Super Chat. (laughs) Thank Ah, you, Patrick. I appreciate it. And thank you for serving and happy new year. Um, Slosher said, no ribbon on Blonde. I'm sorry. Boo. Just started watching the show about six months ago and now is a must for me on Sunday nights when I'm not working. Best to both of you in the new year and all the other fans of the show. Thank you so much, Slosher. Oh, thanks. We really appreciate it. Happy New Year. EC Morgan says, Happy New Year, Matt and Blonde. Thanks for your content all year. You are very welcome. We did it for you. People um, are so damn nice tonight. You got to fix this. I know. It's this new year, this holiday cheer. Maybe people are kind of drunk. Yeah, maybe. I'll join them. I got my silver bullet as usual. Always. Uh, Redicus said, uh, I contest your nomination of the worst cringe music video, Straight White Male by the Rocking Horse Club was by far the worst. Yes, that was. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Thank you for reminding me. That was a doozy. That one was hideous. Oh, my God. That was terrible. I I forgot all about that. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Travis Valle says that my school starting a BLM class this semester, a friend wants to sign up to see if he can get kicked out on the first day through sheer disagreements. Thoughts? A um, Black Lives Matter class? I presume this is a college then? Uh, that seems crazy. I, I actually just worked into my script that Black Lives Matter is totally dead because I just haven't heard anything from them. I just yeah. figured they're kind of... I mean, I don't want to condemn it outright because... I do. Th- I, I would have interest in studying things like Black Lives Matter as social movements, not as in, but then the question becomes, can yeah, we, I'm, I'm sure that's what that class can is we about. do this in today's college Objectively environment without reviewing the, black yeah. lives matter as a social movement. Yeah, not perhaps. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm nostalgic for days past at the university environment, but I do. I, I mean, I like observing these things. I just don't want to be indoctrinated about whether they're good or bad. Uh, no, that's a stupid waste of resources that should be spent on engineering classes. Like all of these classes just need to be cut. All these professors fired. Hey, man. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. You see that uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about, we don't have time either, was that white genocide professor is, uh, Sargon did a whole video about it, but. I saw, uh, maybe, was it on Fox or something like that? He or got maybe... too many death threats. Yeah, yeah. The, the CN- I mean, it, was, it was CNN that did this documentary, I think. On... Yeah, they did a piece on him. Like, yeah, death threats aren't cool, man. Like, I'm with, I don't, it's not cool. What'd you expect, bro? But yeah, you've, you've created this high public profile about calling for genocide. Yeah. 
And then there was that other professor, that black professor. He said something really terrible um, that they should he have let Scalise die on die the floor. Die because he's white. Because yeah. he's white. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, I don't know why all these people are coming after me. It's yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. You don't know? Jeez. Um, okay. Matt McFadder said, so what y'all get for Christmas, by the way, blonde, be honest. Are you a true blonde? And Matt, for my Xmas present, could you do a push-up? And yes, I've been sipping on a few cores light. I have to do a push. Okay. I am a true blonde. I get balayage three times a year. I lift from a seven to a nine. And then Matt's going to do this, this push-up. Look how short he is. <laughs> Showing off. What a douche. <laughs> Well done, well Critique done. Critique my form. Okay. <laughs> we were just talking in the live chat about how short you are. No, I'm not. I'm going to put a <laughs> rule, like a, a measuring stick in here. There's instead. nothing for scale. Yeah. Yeah, so people know. So it's not doctored. <laughs> but Matt can do a push-up, and yes, I am a real blonde, sort of. Ah, um, I didn't know that. I missed the answer, so you dye your hair? I, assume, I do. I, I, I do pretty like much all women do. A balayage, it's like a highlighting thing, but I am also a natural blonde. I just lift yeah. you on to a higher level. Um, Zen Mistress, no, no, thank you very much. Boogeyman917, <clears throat> excuse me. Happy New Year. Your resolution should be to make certain things or certain that Chuck Todd is flooded with apologies due to people skipping his show for the quality of hours listening you'll providing in, you'll provide in 2018. Cheers. Thanks a lot. I'll let uh, Chuck know. We will. We're in communication with Chuck Todd at all times. Um, Austin Laugh, Happy New Year. Thanks so much for being my favorite few hours of listening material. I'd give you more, but I'm a starving pre-physical therapist student, PT. Yeah. I will never let people be apologetic for supporting this show. And that's You guys are awesome. Keep up the great work. Thank you so Appreciate much, Austin. It. And good we luck really with your studies. That. Every dollar counts and keeps this project alive. So thank you so much. Um, Bob Smith said, blonde of all the girls that are our girls. You are the smartest, most genuine, and most honest. We need you more than you know. Matt, you too. You defend the truth above all else. You guys have no idea how important you are. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> melting our damn hearts to me. Somebody you. knock me down a peg with a, with a, with a, with a resolution suggestion that's I know. very Make fun mean. of his queer push-ups. How about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Um, let's just do a few more right now. Uh, Derek Olson said, thank you for all that you do. I love the show. Matt, if it's as cold as it is here in North Dakota, stay warm and get some beer that's better than Coors Light. It was a pretty good cold snap the last couple of weeks. Um, it is, and it warmed up a little bit now. It's just, it's been a, such a crazy blizzardy December. I can't remember like a snowier December. Oh, that it's sounds been, so nice. It's been awesome. I have like a mini mountain range outside from just shoveling so much damn snow from the driveway. It's unbelievable. But it's been an incredible winter so far and the, the ski resorts are in primo shape around here oh live chat he is four foot eleven ah yeah well i'm five even <laughs> uh yeah. let's just do two more Redicus said the police have to deal with all calls on face value so any threatening action is assumed to be the worst action and he also said uh the father probably didn't know the severity of the situation so the innocent waistband reach wasn't considered um yeah yeah that's that's definitely Who knows if he, i mean it was so far away too yeah i feel for the guy it's like could he even hear what they were saying no, I mean, but you could see two police cars and they were yelling yeah. at him, get your hands up. Oh, let's actually do one more. A uh, big donation from Liberative. He said, officers almost always have overwhelming disparity of force. It's past time for them to change their protocols to have positive weapon identification prior to mm. using deadly force on their end. Yes, that's exactly what I just said. Agreed. Mm. I'll have to look into this debate a little bit more because I, I, without knowing a lot about it, I could definitely see both sides of that argument. Yeah. Um, okay, let's save these for, for later. Oof. Okay. Well, um, 
I was going to say this is going to be the, the feel-good cheer-up story, but Super Chat already did that for oh, us. So okay. we'll just we'll take another hit of uh, euphoria here, if, <laughs> if you want to call it that. <laughs> anyway, uh, so this is last Saturday. This is some kind of pre-Christmas, uh, what uh, what's called a March for Jesus event in uh, Portland. It's hosted by Patriot Prayer, led by Joey Gibson, who you may remember uh, was present at the big Berkeley event that went crazy. I forget which one that was, but it was where like Berkeley three or whatever. It's like, yeah, Berkeley, whatever where, but it was the one where there was like the drone footage of people just hunting a guy and beating him. And there was that, that father and son who were beaten up for no reason. Was that the one where that chick Kayla got maced in the face? Uh, no, wasn't that like the Milo event? That was, that was a while before that. These all just bleed together, don't they? One of those. Anyway, he's been in Berkeley. He does, he does, you know, various speaking events that Antifa doesn't seem to like. So he's marching around downtown Portland, talking about Jesus with a bunch of people. And this small group, like three of these Antifa people, I don't know if that was the total Antifa showing or not, but they, they show up and want to protest and the, the group kind of gets involved with each other until the Antifa guy flees. And, you know, one, next thing we know, uh, it's Antifa getting hit by a car. So let's see what happened. This is, um, this is last Saturday. So here's your Jesus marchers. Oh. And all of you guys coming down here, this is uh, new. And that's, that's Joey Gibson, I believe. Uh, but don't quote me on it. I'm just guessing for uh this march for patriot prayer is, is going to be one of the first to to just dedicate this whole day to, to jesus okay this day ain't a dead day this ain't no funeral this is a party for our lord and christ jesus jesus christ <laughs> i love that quote it's a party for our lord and christ jesus christ <laughs> that guy seems cool he's boisterous i want to hang out with him yeah yeah they, they're having a fun time and yeah. then um well uh this is the first time i've seen antifa an antifa character donned in a, a fur-lined hood or a fur trimmed hood this is a dude right i forgot to ask I'm you before the show pretty sure it's a biological male <laughs> but then again you know when you see this person fleeing jaywalking across the street those <laughs> the, the, the hips are fairly childbearing so i don't know let's let the make, audience decide you make your guesses okay so th- they show up and they start praising communism and yelling at these guys for having the audacity to do a pro-jesus speaking event in portland Black, right? With the cross on it? That's a known white supremacist symbol. So them going around, pushing their Christianity on people who aren't even necessarily Christian, their obsession with their holiday, their obsession with freedom of speech marks that they want to hurt people because they are more (laughs) obsessed with their rights than they are the basic decencies that people deserve. These people have a disdain for human rights. Communism will win. That's that's not a joke. That will happen. It will win because we must go down to single class society. Now, after capitalism in its late stages as it is right now, we will move down oh to a one class system called communism. Democratic and anarchist communism will be the ideology of the future. This Can is somebody def- speaking. He's like Stalin. <laughs> what is what is democratic anarchism? I don't know. That was, that was half that meaningless, and he has no charisma. That was terrible. <sighs> I, I just I don't know. 
buzzwords, buzzwords. And buzzwords. then the okay. the hoodie dude or the the fur fur dude. What 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 contradictory nonsense was he saying? Oh yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. I want to see the 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 clip, the highly advertised uh, clip first, and then I want to talk Watch about some it. of the things like he said. Okay, so this today. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure what happens here, but at some point they leave. These this is the the Antiva group that you see yeah. on the screen. They leave. They're gonna cross the bridge or whatever, and they're being followed or pursued by some of these Patriot prayer guys. I don't know why. I don't know what was happening. I don't know what the intent of anyone involved here is, frankly, but the 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 Patriot prayer guys are accusing fur trim Antifa guy of having a weapon and telling him he needs to drop it. And then he flees across the street and then we get the, the How payoff. you doing, Tiny? I'm doing good. Doing fine. I'm Coming to answer. punch me? I'm not here to punch you. What you here to do then? I'm here to stand in front of you. Cool, that's cool. Yeah. You know, I'll let you do that. Are you coming to, uh, you know, get my cords or anything? Like you did last time? Hey, y'all, it'd be cool <laughs> if you, you know, backed off a little bit. Does he have batteries in his hand? I don't know. I can't oh, tell what that is. That was a flashlight. It was a flashlight? Yeah, he okay. just turned it on. Yeah, yeah. I thought at some point they accused him of having a knife. I thought I read that or they said that, but then no, I couldn't. I thought that he was gearing up to fight. But he was just going to put the flashlight in his eyes. That's what it was. Oh, is that? Okay, so that's what this is. Ah. This thing right here is a flashlight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just play from here. Yeah, okay. yeah you know, backed off a little bit. Good job. Yeah. Get rid of your weapon. Yeah, you pull out a weapon. Get rid of your weapon. weapon. Get rid of your weapon. You see what they got in Yeah, he's got a weapon right in his hand. Hey, y'all. I'm over here now. Get rid of your weapon. Ew. I'm right over here. You can come and get me. There you go. See what I mean? Is... Yeah! Yeah! Oh! Yeah! Yeah! That wasn't your fault, bro. I know. That wasn't your fault. They're running across the street. She's got a fucking weapon on her. See, now they call her sheep, so. Yeah, if you're jaywalking, bro, you did nothing wrong. I think everyone's just confused. Don't worry about it. It's a dude. I'm pretty sure. It might be a she. I mean, they call her she. Oh, oh, that was uh, so reportedly satisfying. a broken hip. That was uh, apparently Bro- a broken hip. You know. Okay. <sighs> you, you, do you have some thoughts on uh, some of their their protest talk on the megaphone? Um. Yeah. It was idiotic. Uh, what did he saying that or pushing your Christianity on us is a kind of free speech that promotes violence? Is that what he said? Something like that. That's probably a fair paraphrase. It was mostly meaningless, this postmodernist rhetoric. I'm like, what? Did yeah. you just say what? Well, it was, he, he did phrase, he did um, characterize them, quote unquote, pushing their Christianity as some sort of infringement upon the rights of others. Like you're All not while, doing that with your, con- communism yeah. is going to win. We're going to have a one, a one state system. Is that what he said? One class system. Oh, one class. Yeah. Did these guys just get out? They're in college, aren't they? I, I have no idea. I have no idea. Presumably they're, I don't know, toiling through the, the, the capitalist system to make the money to earn their education that's going to enable them to implement the revolution, I suppose. Oh, oh God. But yeah, I, I don't understand how they can say, you're pushing Christianity, violating other people's rights, but it's fine for us to push communism. I would say in a public square, all of you can talk about whatever the hell you want, but it's nobody violating anybody else's right to do anything unless you're actively stopping them from speaking. Yeah, yeah. What do you think uh, about them cheering? I, I, do, I do have conflicting feelings about <laughs> this because um, I, I don't see evidence of, of the Antifa people threatening them with violence in this case. I haven't seen yeah. it. Maybe it happened. 
do I would I cheer for just a communist to get hit by a car? Sorry, I have to cuck out on that one. I'm not going to cheer for anyone to get hit by a car. But yeah. this person did recklessly jaywalk. It's not the fault of the truck driver. In fact, the only first person I feel bad for in this instance is the truck driver. And I hope that Antifa girl has to pay for truck drivers truck repairs. I would totally cheer. It just you have to grab those moments in life, Skag, when somebody gets the world gives them retribution in front of your very eyes. Like that was just so sad. Satisfying. I just I don't, don't see the cheer. crime that this particular well, fur that's the trend. Thing about this. Nobody has to feel bad because nobody committed a crime here. They were just jaywalking and got hit by a car. Yes, but I would, I know. I can't give any reason Enjoy. to be happy. I'd have to say, look, I think any, I would cheer for any reckless jaywalker to get hit by a car. I mean, car. can we watch it again? <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Just that part. One more time. <laughs> I'm not going through the whole thing. No, no, I just, I just want to watch the guy get nailed again. Yeah. Or the broad. I, I, I can't. Well, tell. like I said, watch the hips as she runs away. Uh, those aren't. I have a hard time believing those are male. Up a little bit. Get, your, get rid of your weapon. Yeah, you pull out a weapon. Get rid of your weapon. One. Get rid of your weapon. You see what they got Yeah, he's got a weapon in his hand. Hey, y'all. I'm all in here now. Get rid of your weapon. Oh, he does have a knife. Oh, I didn't see. In the other hand. Yeah! Yeah! I don't know if that changes that much for me unless she's threatening them with it. But where do you? I don't. I don't see the knife frame. The old people in the live chat were saying that. I can't see it, but. Um, you know, a, a good test for that would be flip it the other way. What if the, what if the, what if one of these Patriot prayer guys darted across the street and the communists cheered at him getting hit by a car? How much were they shit talking beforehand? Let's just say it was exactly the same, but instead of communist chick, it was Patriot prayer guy running. Like they were shit talking the exact same dialogue. Everything was the same. Uh, yeah. I mean, somebody that shit talking like that gets hilariously hit by a car when they're jaywalking. I'm going to laugh. And I'm going to laugh twice as hard when it's a communist. What do you want me to say here? <laughs> I know. I just, I, <sighs> can I forgive myself enough to laugh more because she's a communist? Yes. <laughs> We've I don't want, I don't want to discriminate based on ideology. I want, you know, that's a very important value to me. It really is. But, uh, I don't know. Whatever. I just, it was entertaining. The whole, the whole thing was entertaining. Damn straight. Uh, I, I wanted to get back to a couple more things on the um, what they had said over the megaphone. She, she or he, whatever, fur trim Antifa person, accuses these Patriot prayer guys of simultaneously being obsessed with rights. Like they're obsessed with their rights, like free speech and stuff. Yeah. And then about a sentence later, accuses them of having disdain for human rights. Human rights. I mean, yeah. what is the most fundamental human right other than freedom of speech and thought? Yeah. That's the most fundamental human right there is. Yeah. Um, and then uh, she also said that this this flag they had was a symbol of white supremacism. I'm not familiar with the flag, as far as I recall. It was a it was some kind of white flag with a blue and reddish cross on it. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it was a, some kind of ADL designated white supremacist <laughs> symbol. I don't know if there were Pepe's on it or not. But it was a. You will notice when you watch the march, it's somewhat of a racially diverse white supremacist group. Again, there, there's a black person in the crowd. There, I, I don't know the guy you liked who was talking about 
um, Jesus at the start in the Yankees hat. He he's Hispanic or native or something like that. He's clearly not a non-white person. Um, although I guess Hispanics count as white in the census. I've always been confused. I think you know? they corrected that. Hmm. I mean, they they do have their own subgroup, but they're like a subgroup of white. Huh. That's that's how they categorize in the census. I don't that's... know. I don't want to get into that debate. But um, point being, how many how many um, how many Hispanic white supremacists do you know? Not a lot. I don't know very many. Zero. In fact, All of zero. I don't know a lot of white supremacists. Contrary to um, contrary to popular opinion on Twitter from some people. <laughs> How many white Hispanics, though, do you know? Just George Zimmerman? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah, Hispanic is not a is not a major demographic around around these parts. But we did try to become a, a sanctuary city to make sure those crossing the southern border no illegally. White Hispanics. Yeah. All right, whatever. You lost. Me. <laughs> I, I, I guess I, what do you want? A rim shot? I, I guess I no, lost. No, the no, no, no. Don't just give those out. Jeez. You, you got to ration them. Well, we could talk about this crazy robot story or we could. Yeah, a, let's do the robot story. And then before we do a super chat break. Okay. 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 So as I said, Disneyland has this, this, this Disneyland in Orlando. They have this uh, hall of presidents exhibit. It's new to me. I only know about it because of this story, but apparently this exists in the parks magic kingdom which is a thing. They have all the, these robot presidents. And of course we got to add the new president to the exhibit. That's Trump's robot depiction. And uh, as you mentioned, if you wanted to protest anything, protest the artwork here. Cause this is super oh boy. Great. I mean, it looks like Darth Sidious as Donald Trump or something <laughs> like that. This is, this is not a good look. And I don't know the presidents behind him. They look like, you know, 18th or 1800s uh, presidents. I don't know. At least you can tell are. that's Trump. I'll give I'll give that to them. Only because of the hair, though. I don't know. He's got kind of a square chin and Ugh. weird body shape. You can tell that's Trump. I guess maybe because he's got that like yeah, he's got that kind of wide body frame. But Ugh. overall, someone needs to be fired. That's all I would say. So if you're going to if you're going to the event to protest the shoddy artwork, then I'm with you, perhaps. <laughs> But that's not what happened. This is um, Los Angeles comedian Jay Malski, who goes to this event, records himself protesting Trump, and he, he tweets this out. He apparently had been tweeting on Twitter for like a week planning to do this. Did you so see this guy's Twitter picture? Uh, I did not, but I have it's it on screen. It's him kissing a giant purple dildo. Oh, that's what that is? Yeah, you can see it on screen kind of now, although it's a little bit grayed out or a little bit... Uh, kind of shadowed out or whatever but yeah he's like a super fancy new york gay dude okay so he he says i protested donald trump at the hall of presidents because i'll never get this close in real life probably now remember or proms i should say hashtag lock him up remember i protested donald trump is one way to characterize this more specifically you protested a robot depiction of donald trump that's that's what we're watching so this is how the protest actually went down and there's some funny reaction from the, the crowd too this is his protest at disneyland george bush bill clinton <laughs> so george boring. w bush barack obama and now we come to the present once again, we place our trust in the idea of a president, as we have from the beginning. I, Donald John. Lock him up! Lock him up! Lock him up! 
Lock him up! Lock him up! Lock him up! Lock him up! And everybody's just getting really pissed. Lock him up! Lock him up! Lock him up! Lock him up! And this goes on. I had to cut it because he does that for like a solid minute. I was like, I get it. I get it, dude. This clip was funny. You can hear it. it's from another person there who just yells at him. He's not real. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a robot, you idiot. He's not real. <laughs> Lock him up. Lock him up. And you can hear in his voice now he's kind of tired because he's been going Lock on for like. Lock him up. Lock him up. <laughs> Lock him up. Lock him up. Okay. And then security eventually gets him. Lock him up! Did you hear that one? Thanks, Thanks asshole. asshole. <laughs> Lock him up! Right. Hold it. Hold it. Oh, how exhausting. Oh, yeah. This guy's like Laura Loomer. He's like gay New York Laura Loomer. <laughs> I guess I guess that is, uh, yeah, that's one comparison. Um, uh, there's more to the story here. Let me see if I can... So he this he is a obviously robot show depicting political violence. Oh, what the hell? He took a lot of um. Why is this page all frozen? Hold on. He took a lot of heat for this. Yeah. Uh, and he said um, on Twitter, God, stupid ads on this page. I hate it when people have so many ads on their damn page that it takes forever to load. You know. God, ruining the flow of the show. Therap.com. <laughs> uh Okay, so he took he took a lot of heat from people because even even uh, obviously people who are fans of Trump are going to think this is a, a douche move. But I think even if you're just kind of a reasonable person, you say, "Well, look, it's families and kids there. Yeah, why are you ruining people's vacations over a robot depiction of the president? What the hell's wrong with you?" And uh, you know, it would be a great opportunity to say, you know, in retrospect, probably a dumb move, but he didn't. He doubled oh, down. He doubled down, really. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone that's upset I disrupted a family vacation can check their privilege and consider getting mad about the thousands of children being taken away from their parents because of Trump's racist immigration policies or the families of the hundreds of trans Americans murdered each year by transphobic and homophobic people Uh. or the negative impacts of the tax bill on poor and middle income Americans, he said. This is so boring. God. He continued, my only regret is that Trump hasn't blocked me on Twitter yet and that Cher hasn't retweeted me yet. If either of those events occurred, I will die a very happy gay. Your thoughts? I don't know. It's, it's his biggest aspiration in life just to embody as many gay male stereotypes as he possibly can. Possibly. I, I also don't even understand the political angle. Why are those mutually exclusive? Like, why couldn't I... Why couldn't I oppose the president and still enjoy the? Why couldn't I oppose the president politically and still enjoy this event? Oh, you know, for event. example, like if if <laughs> if if people went there and they want to see, oh, I want to see the the Hall of Presidents updated. Presumably, you probably disagree with Bill Clinton or George W. Right. Bush or Barack Obama or all of them. Yeah. But you, at this, at some point, you're going to have to disagree with one or the other. I mean, do, do we are we supposed to boo? Every single one. So I really reject this this thing that he's saying, like, well, if you're mad, you should be mad about these policy issues of mine. Well, maybe they are. For all you know, maybe these people are actually activists on these issues who who work far yeah, harder than you do. Keep their mouths shut at appropriate times, like normal people. Yeah. I, I 
to, to think that this stunt is going to, to make you look good, too. I mean, I, I guess he's clearly after publicity if all he wants is a share, a retweet. And we and fell for it. Here we are covering this story. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's maybe booked less than Kathy Griffin. He's going to have oh. to work, work hard for those L.A. Oof. venues that have that are blocking him out. But and no small clubs. Yeah, no small clubs. That's the thing, too. You're, uh, hey, Mr. Alleged Professional Comedian, this is the most creative thing you could think of. Lock him up. Lock him up. For a minute, yeah. Come on, man. Like, where's where's the cleverness? Where's the creativity? I oppose this on principle for the same reason, as you said, that I oppose Laura Loomer storming the stage at Caesar because I don't think you have a right to someone else's stage. You shouldn't be interrupting, even if that person's a robot. Someone <laughs> programmed that robot to do that, and it's still yeah. an art performance. But, um... But yeah, why, if you're going to do it, at least have something clever and noteworthy. This is the lamest attempt I've ever seen. And this took all this planning? Yeah, yeah. He had been tweeting about this for like in the week before. So this wasn't even spontaneous. This had thought behind it. Ugh, boring. This is all boring. Social justice <laughs> warriors need to adapt so that they can be a, a more formidable opponent. I'm so bored fighting them yeah. because I'm like, eh, I know all your stupid tricks. I know them all. All right. Well, let, let's let's move on since we're we're bored of this topic. But let's. Uh, no, I'm bored of this segment of society. No, I'm well. There's not that much depth to this topic anyway, either. Like that. That's pretty much all I can say about it. That's good because we've got like a million super chats. All right, let's go. Um, and I got something good next. I got this Weinstein, Weinstein murder music video. It's kind of baffling. I I was like, what? Uh, new weapon soldier said, here's some more gamer funds. Did you guys watch the video from Keemstar where he interviewed the actual swatter and the witness of the argument? No, I think Keemstar is just, I, I he's intolerable. I can't watch any of his content. Uh, I might, uh, I might have a look. I have interest in the topic. Um, but yes, I limit my, my contact with Keemstar. <laughs> Um, Miss Cantle said, I'm deeply embedded in an ultra feminist, ultra liberal, ultra LGBTQ, insert remaining letters, work oh. social setting. Your videos have saved my sanity this year. Happy 2018 from a very loving lady. Oh, fan. well, thank you. Look at that. We've got three. I know. Three I always, here. I always like it when the ladies uh, come out and, and identify themselves. Cause we at least know that they're yeah. out there, man. Like, I know it, it makes me feel hopeful and hang yeah. in there. Miss Cantle. Yeah. It's, thanks for tuning in and happy new year. It's, it's rough living in these liberal infested areas, but you just got to keep pressing on. Um, Slosher again, regarding the SWAT theory or the SWAT story, I think it would be a case of criminal negligence causing death similar to killing somebody when texting while driving. Interesting. Hmm. I don't know the nuance around the legality yeah, I of guess, this. I guess just as a layman, I don't like the concept of negligence in this case because he had intent to create a very right, dangerous right. scenario. I guess maybe that was the same... Would apply but, to texting, to, maybe. But in a manslaughter case too, isn't there an element of criminal negligence to that? I don't know. I, I'm like, sure. Why I'll wouldn't you just charge this guy with second degree murder? I'm sure I'll get a few emails in my inbox from from lawyer friends or lawyer listeners who could clarify this. Uh, yeah. I and and if you do have if you do have um some thoughts on that, go ahead and email. I'm less concerned with the legal technicalities and more concerned with making sure that he is treated like somebody who killed somebody. Cause yeah. as far as I'm concerned from a moral perspective, he may he as did. well have. Yeah, <clears throat> exactly. Um, fat run three said SWAT story due to made the call, uh, was just contacted by angry guy. He was simply told to SWAT someone and he did elaborately sociopathic. He was just told to, uh, that's not my understanding of this story. 
Yeah, I'd have to uh, if you have a um, like source information on that or link on it. Go ahead and go ahead and email it to me. I'd like to see it because um, I would like to know the specifics of exactly what happened for sure in this case. Yeah, yeah. it's a super interesting case to me. A friend of the show, Dan Irish, said the cop and the prankster are to blame for this death. Both parties should be, or both should be for manslaughter. Um, yeah, I, I guess I agree with you to some degree. There's probably more nuance in the cops, in the cops case, but nobody seems to be placing any blame on this person that gave the address out. And I think that there's some blame to be had there, even huh. criminally, I think. Uh, I don't know if I can go that far, but I, I can say that there's some recklessness to it for yeah. sure. Um, Christian said the problem with affirmative weapon verification for police officers is that it takes less than a second for someone to draw and fire a weapon. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I see the conundrum here. Uh, but when you see things like this happen, I guess everybody's immediate reaction is like, well, police protocol, if they've been following it, has got to be changed. Hmm. I don't want to get in this, this mind space, though, where I get reactive and I'm like, we have to oppose legal solutions to these problems because that's what the left does. But it seems like there is a, is a real problem here. All I know is there is a cultural fix too. I'm not saying that we don't need protocol reform. Maybe we do. I'm, I'll listen to the argument. Cultural fix is don't SWAT. Yeah, don't do it. Don't dox do it. and don't, don't SWAT. Yep, I agree. Hmm. Maybe that's um, what you charge. Maybe that's what you hold that guy accountable for is like negligent doxing, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, that's hmm. that's totally a thing. Uh, Jonathan Ferrier said, uh, Call of Duty teammate A blamed teammate B for losing a game. Player A hired, hired Tyler to SWAT B. B gave oh. false address across the street. Okay, so so Tyler is a quasi-hitman of sorts in that arrangement. Then he wasn't even in the game. He's just a guy who does this, if that, if that account is true. We know oh. he has that previous history of false bomb threats. That's crazy. Hmm. Um, okay. Uh, Daniel Irish said, tried for manslaughter. Forgot a word in my previous super chat. Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. Would you be mad if I take like a 30 second pee break while you read some? Uh, no, go nuts. I'm dying. I'm going to hurry. I swear. This is where I totally choke. It's like that, that scene in Wayne's world where Garth has to do the show alone and he just, what do I do? Um, okay. Nate Hopper, two things I never saw while visiting family in Idaho, homeless and hijabs. Yes, I did notice that when I was in Idaho, I did not see any homeless people on my trip, not at all. Um, Redica said, I have to defend Teal Deer. He only grouped you into the influx of women commentators that vary in quality and his worries about the saturation of content that has varying substance. Yeah, um, I don't know what I ever did to him though. Like, you know, review my content before you group me in with a bunch of other people that create useless content. Um, Zen Mistress said, blonde New Year's resolution, less potty mouth and less pot in mouth, no? I." Uh, yeah, I guess I'm going to have to stop cussing and the marijuana thing is also going to have to stop oh going to have to stop at some point. So you're right, Zen Mistress, fine. It's not a New Year's resolution that I want to hear, but... <laughs> oh, um, you got a suggestion. What, stop swearing and stop smoking weed? He said, uh, less potty mouth and less pot in mouth. <laughs> ah, well, that, 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 that's a good one. Oh, uh, okay. I was going to say, this is the first time I've ever peed mid-show. I've never done that before. Yeah, it is. What happened? I just couldn't. I just... I don't know. You hit 30 and it's just not what it I'm trying to, to drink more water too. So it's mm -hmm. kind of running through me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gross. Mm -hmm. uh, two ways says resolution for Matt. He should never appear on camera without the hat. It's his spoon clank. <laughs> oh, that, that's yeah. It's my spoon. It's my stick spoon clank. All right. Yeah. Constantine's commentary. New year's resolution. Matt, get a new hat. <laughs> Blonde. Never. 
crank no out a damn kid one. already. I could probably do better, <laughs> but that's all I do for now. I don't know how many times I've got to tell you fucking people that my fiance is deployed and I can't do anything about this until he gets back. <laughs> oh, if it was into blonde, she would have been pregnant like long, long ago. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. So everyone, this, get off my case. This get conversation case. wouldn't even be happening right now. I know. There'd be there'd be three babies. Yeah. Yeah. Make I'd be this done with possible. this show. It'd be a distant memory in my past. Come on. Yeah. Um, Josh Han said, "This week has been so awful without you guys. I work for a really liberal company, and there is this gay guy always talking politics. Without you guys, I'm losing my damn mind." <laughs> well, thanks for Thank tuning you. in. It's a uh, it's I a very it, it to to get a compliment like that to know that there's intellectual refuge or even emotional refuge for people. And, and this is very humbling. I think that's very cool. And uh, I appreciate yeah. it very much. Yeah. This is also our intellectual refuge more mine yeah. than skags though, because I have to like escape the outside world. I go outside. I'm like, Oh yeah. I forgot that I live in this liberal fucking hellscape. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Um, Slasher said new year's resolution. Blonde has to watch more football and man has to clap at more movies. Get bent slasher. <laughs> not happening. That one's not funny at all. Not funny. Uh, Travis Valle, news resolution for Matt, get attacked by name as a racist, sexist, bigot, Nazi, like the great blonde and others by an actual legit left wing. Oh yeah, I know. I I want the hit piece. Believe me. I, that he's just not edgy enough. It's, it's definitely a goal. It's definitely a goal. I don't, I don't know. The best you can hope for is that you get outed as some kind of like right wing support. Yeah. Why aren't I an enabler? Why didn't I get put on the the list with Sargon and roaming and everybody else? I don't know. Cause sticks filled that spot, I guess. Scat was or Skag was all miffed about this. I know. I took it as a slight. I really did. That's why I had to rip Jared Holt. And I'm glad that video that video's got some pretty good viral play now. The, the, where oh, I, it was yeah, actually yeah. a video about a Jordan Peterson hit piece, but I spent the entire first couple minutes ripping Jared Holt. Creature not, of the Estrogen Lagoon. That's what he is. He's a damn creature of the Estrogen Lagoon. So oh, get at so me, funny. Jared. Write your hit piece. You have you have your moments, Skag. You do. Um, I try. Redicus says a swirly would do them some good, and Comrade Megaphone needs the gulag. Thank you, Redicus. <laughs> and let's just do a few more right now. Tyler sure. Holly said, "Putting a trust Jesus placard on your kid and taking him to a protest is just as whack as doing the same thing with a lefty slogan." Yeah, but that kid was so cute, and he just loves Jesus. Come on. I, I I can agree that I'm not a fan of politicizing children. I mean, I can I can I'm on board with that concept. Um, yeah. However, can I make a minor distinction? Maybe the chatter would agree with this. Maybe not. I do think there's probably some difference between a statement like, uh, and again, I'm not making a distinction to say you can't do this or you can. I just think qualitatively, the quality of the statements. I think there's a difference between you know, praise Jesus or I love Jesus versus like fuck Trump or I hate Trump. I I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I don't necessarily, maybe I'm wrong on this. Maybe there is no difference to me. It seems different to give a child like a a positive worldview. Yeah. It doesn't matter as to like a message of one is moral and the other one isn't. I mean, is that relevant to the person or are they just saying that we should never be politicizing anything involving children, which is a, which is a position I'm yeah. fine with. And I, I don't even come at this from a Christian. I am not a, a Christian person per se. I'm not a religious person personally. So it's not, it's not that for me. It's just, I guess uh, teaching a child to, to be hateful is different to me. Yeah. But definitely. maybe they're the same. Maybe they are. I don't know. Nope. Uh, they're not. Uh, let's just do two more. Joshua boy said, word has it that the Antifa member was hit by a truck of peace. Allahu Akbar, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> and last one for right now is from ask for Matt, Matt McFadder. 
Thought I was gay. That Antifa on the vid is apparently past the rainbow and full on faggot. <laughs> I wish I could sing so I could sing somewhere past the rainbow, but I, I won't um, subject our, our viewers to that. Thank you, Matt McFadder. We'll get to the rest of you folks in a bit. Okay, I got a couple good videos I want to play here. The first is this um this music video. So as I said, this is by a band called Tenlo. I've never heard of this band. I don't know what their their deal is. But they released a new video for their song called Kill All the Things. And apparently at the top of the list of things to kill is Harvey Weinstein. Um, now, Weinstein. <laughs> no, I, it, it's Weinstein, right? Yeah. I, I, I always have to double check myself in my brain before I say it because I'm just used to saying Weinstein, but whatever. Um, what the uh -oh. My computer, ah, it's fine. It's just, you know, windows get like put in weird spots for some reason. Why is it doing this? I don't know what's going on, so I can't even opine on this. Oh, wait, there we go. It was just, it was like the window was sitting off for some reason. And I don't know why, you know, I open the window again and the rim shots play. That's fine. <laughs> this is always such a technically perfect show. Always, sounds... every time. Yeah. So uh, I want to play the, the start of this because I want to talk about who actually stars in this. So this is Tenlo Kill All the Things, their music video. Tales of sex and retribution. Uh. Starring the band known as Tenlo. <laughs> and Dustin Diamond as oh, Harvey I Weinstein. This open Dustin. Kind of... Oh yeah. Yeah. So it does say specifically Harvey Weinstein. So that puts an end to that Subtlety. debate, I guess. They are on it. Yes. Um, I, I take it. You remember Dustin diamond, right? Yeah. Screech. Who could forget? Right. So Dustin diamond, formerly screech, uh, on saved by the bell. And that's basically all he's done. Um, didn't he do but, a porno? Yeah. I was going to say, if you don't remember him, you might remember him from, uh, homemade pornography and or going to jail for four months for pulling a knife on a guy in Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. That was pretty recently, wasn't it? It was 2015. Jeez. I think 2015. Might have been 2014. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's Dustin Diamond. It is apparently the biggest, the biggest break Dustin Diamond has had since he made a porn video of him banging a bride-to-be and her bridesmaid like right before their wedding. That is apparently what the, the film depicts. Wow, you have a lot of details on this. Well, I've got to say, I take my research very seriously. So I, <laughs> I thought, well, since I'm researching Dustin Diamond, let's see what this is about. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's Dustin Diamond with a bride-to-be and her bridesmaid. I've heard some things about that porno, but that's not what I heard. Well, what did you hear? I have not seen this, but I heard that he is like very well endowed. I mean, I, it's not like I, it's not like I looked that closely. I just wanted to see what the situation was. And then so I was you've out. actually seen the porno. Yeah. I looked at it today. Okay. I mean, I looked at it to see what was going on and that was it. I didn't want to see any more cause it's screech. So you didn't see his pain is what you're telling me. I mean, it was probably in there, but it's not like I evaluated the girth or size. Okay. Well, I'm not going to watch it. So I guess I'll never know if anybody in the live chat seen it. Let me know if this rumor is true. Yeah. Okay, so he's 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 Harvey Weinstein in this. Uh, and and as we said, so Harvey Weinstein is like doing coke and taking a bunch of shots at the bar, and then this chick comes down, and she's a nun of some kind, and she 
gets all over Harvey Weinstein, takes it back to her hotel room and kills him. That's the premise here. That's what we're, that's what we're watching. Dustin Diamond as Harvey Weinstein. You mean like howling while doing the coke? No, like at the moon. It looked like he was like, Ow. oh, well, it didn't make a noise. I think he was just open mouth experiencing the, the rush. <laughs> I think that's what the, you want me to go back and look. No, we have, no, get this over with. No, you're the one. Uh, now I have to see. Look oh, at there the we howling. go. Okay, let's see again. Yeah, maybe. She's a nun again. Super gay and hard to watch. Yeah, everything about it was terrible. I did not like the and music. They sound like ten different bands. They sound like Lincoln Park. Who else was from that era? You remember? Yeah, I mean they have a very generic sound to me. Also, apparently this band is from Milwaukee, and I guess that's why they have a Dustin Diamond connection. It's because Dustin Diamond's from Wisconsin. So that they just, you know, career. they, they ran so into him at a bar maybe or something. Hey, Dustin Diamond, you want to be Harvey Weinstein? Do you think he was all jazz for this role? I don't know. It doesn't, all things considered, it doesn't really have a giant viewing either. I think it has like less than 100,000 views on YouTube and not very many ratings. It's a pretty oh, insignificant thing. I mean, I guess the production of the video was all right, but I don't think the music is good. I don't think, I think the premise is crap. I mean, I'm not a fan of Harvey Weinstein, uh, for obvious reasons, but I do find it interesting that the the f- violence fetish- fetishization continues on, with a lot of people on the political left. We talk about you know promoting violence and and um, and uh, loving violence in the way that a lot of this stuff does. This pop culture pieces do. It's it's oftentimes that accusation is thrown at the right. Like you guys, you guys are the ones promoting violence and acting like violence is yeah. cool. And it's like. I see stuff like this. How many times have we seen violent depictions like this where it's like, okay, it's okay because the target is bad? Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm going to play devil's advocate, but how much of this is just because we live in a degenerate culture hmm. that embraces violence? Like I see violence on every media, every TV show, basically. I'm just saying you don't see a lot of people of conservative or right-wing persuasions producing artwork with these themes. Yeah. You don't see a lot of music videos that depict the killing of, I don't know, who who would be like a, a similar left-wing bad person or criminal like Harvey Weinstein. Somebody who, quote-unquote, deserves to be killed for the bad things that they've done. Harvey Weinstein's not on the left? 
Um, yeah, well, yeah, I guess there's that angle, but there, this is not done with like from a conservative perspective, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. They tend to yeah. not to not do this in their media. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. I don't know. I mean, either either depicting violence and enjoying violence like this is good or it's bad. But it seems like to them, it's just like it's it's the morality depends on who's being killed rather than. I'm not saying that this depiction is immoral either. Like, do whatever you want. Produce a crappy music video if you want. I don't care. Just don't give me this, like, moral high ground that you're above promoting violence when you're clearly not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I have no problem with this. Mm-hmm. Except it sucked. Except it's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Outside yeah. of that, though, it's fine. <laughs> did you see this Harambe Kong video game? I did. I love this interview with this drunk girl that's like, it's so fun. I love playing this game. It's so yeah. super fun. So there's a man in Boise, Idaho. And he designed this arcade game. It's called Harambe Kong, in which uh, you play as Harambe and you try to grab fruit while avoiding children. If you come into contact with a child, you are shot dead. Uh, the game has been fully outfitted with, uh, it's very cool by the looks of it in the news story. We'll see momentarily here custom artwork on the side of the game cabinet it looks like a, a you know an arcade game set up from the 90s or whatever uh, and you can play this at spacebar arcade in boise uh, it's been criticized as offensive and too lifelike for some people so let's check out the story i think this is a looks like a cool game whoops coors break coors, coors burp if i lived in boise i'd go check it out i'd want to play it a new retro arcade game that can only be found in the city of trees has many people dropping their quarters while others are dropping their jaws. Harambe Kong lets you play as the gorilla who was shot and killed by a Cincinnati zookeeper after an infant fell into his cage. And that local developer hopes to take the game nationwide. Six on your side's Michael Severn reports. Inside Boise's Space Bar Arcade, classic video games like Pac-Man and Donkey Kong thrive. But there's a new game in town next to these oldies but goldies made right here in Boise, Harambe Kong. You play as the famous gorilla and run and jump around to catch food for points with the hopes of getting a high score. But if you touch a kid, it's game over in a dramatic bloody fashion oh here's your drunk check i also wanted to appreciate that this news story actually said but if you touch a kid it's game over over. (laughs) that is a quote from this news story here here's your uh here's your drunk check fashion it's a lot of fun it's actually a really simple concept Programmer Tyler Sennett has been working on the game in his free time for more than a year and partnered with his friend Zach and Spacebar to give it the full arcade experience, complete with a custom arcade cabinet. It's fun. It's, it's great to produce something that people enjoy. It, it does validate my work. And I want to continue that. But not everyone is as thrilled as Tyler. Some going as far as calling the game offensive. I don't know. It's, uh, I guess, too lifelike. While most arcade games are fictional, like in Gauntlet, you're not running around. That didn't happen with you. Look how realistic this is. It's so lifelike. He, feel did, like I'm he there. did say that it's based in a real life situation. Yeah, he clarified a little bit. So you're right. I'm being a little bit unfair. No, all these but... people are wasted. I mean, can you imagine being at a bar all drunk and the news comes in? They're like, can we interview you about this game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> While Tyler and Zach say they aren't trying to offend anyone, they're not shying away from the controversy. Tyler says he's using the game as a way for him to express his dislike for zoos, which grew from Harambe's death. I think ultimately someone that's offended by this game maybe needs to question themselves a little bit, maybe question their morals. Why am I offended by a pixelated gorilla being shot? 
uh, there's a lot of video games out there that are politically incorrect. I think this is pretty tame considering a lot of the other more modern games with a lot more realistic violence. It's a fun title, it's a fun game, and uh, I think they did a great job with it. Michael Severin, six on your side. Now Tyler hopes to have that did a great game online and ready for people to download in the next couple of months, and he also plans to make two other games, calling this one the first of a trilogy. Yeah, the Harambe Kong trilogy. It's coming up next. Sorry, Caesar is viciously trying to attack me. <laughs> um, well, good for these guys. That, that's what I want to see. People in alt tech doing stuff like this. Yeah, I thought it was very cool. I think it's a, it's a cool really idea. I like that. They, I like that they went all out with the the whole custom artwork and stuff. I think the idea is funny, and I would want to play it if I lived there. It would get me to go to this arcade bar and. Um, yeah. Somebody in the live chat just said, "Race baiting drunk people is evil." <laughs> That's, that's probably yeah that's kind of there's probably an angle that they were going in there with with trying to get them to yeah say something um politically charged racially or otherwise and uh and get them on the record i agree it's it's probably a little bit unfair yeah so i don't want to be too mean to the guy who says it's too lifelike and it's offensive we don't even know what he, but, he got asked yeah so maybe he was in an unfair spot but it did it did make me think because i thought you know it's been a long time since i've played old arcade games and uh, how violent they were. I, I grabbed a couple of clips because, uh, of course, people most people remember Mortal Kombat fatalities. Yeah. But let's talk about violence. You know, ripping out a beating heart. That's right. And blowing up someone's head by electrocution. <laughs> and then I've never heard of this game. I was looking up like most violent arcade games or most most gory. 1986, a game called Chiller. I don't know much about Chiller. I've never played it. But the premise here is you have to torture or kill these people in your dungeon. Just watch. Look at this scene. This is a game you can play at an arcade, apparently. You got all these people <laughs> in a dungeon. Drop the guillotine. Punch her in the face. Close the vice on this guy's head until it explodes. Holy smokes! <laughs> so that just gives some perspective about what is considered violent. I've never heard that before. Heard of no, I really want to. Yeah, I want to play Chiller now. If anyone's played Chiller, I, I'm sure I could get a PC emulator for it or Man, something. Man, that's crazy. That would never fly now. Yeah, a game. I don't know exactly what the premise was. I read a little bit about it. It was like you have to kill these people in the quickest way possible, and there's some sort of kind of puzzly element into how you kill them. But yeah, as far as I could tell, it's just I want to cut this guy's head off and then cut his finger off and then smash his head in a vice and Whatever. get points according. People used to just be like, oh, just video games. Who cares? Yeah. And Mortal Kombat was filled with racial stereotypes too. Yeah, I guess that's kind of true. I hadn't thought of that, but yeah. That's all I got on Harambe Kong. Apparently, as they said, it's coming out for um, uh, download on PC and console the next couple of months. If it does come out, I will definitely pick it up and give it a whirl. Maybe we oh, could uh, implement it into the stream even, but we'll see. Fine, fine. Probably not. I'm not going to force you to play video games, <laughs> but uh, I will give it a try. Well, do you want to do hoax hate and then do super chat or do super chat? And then Don't forget, I have surprise cringe too. Oh, so, I guess we should do. Let's 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 get some super chat out of the way. Then we'll do the hoax hate, and I'll put put the surprise cringe in there. And then we'll super chat before we get out of here. Sure. Oh, geez, who was the last person? I think it was Matt McFadder. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Wanderzing said hashtag truck freedom. 
<laughs> yeah. Check out um, Freedom for the Kami. Yeah, really. Uh, Blackwing 02, Antifa being put down by the oppressive truck of patriotism. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Redicus, consider this is a world's funniest home video. You would laugh regardless of the situation. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I would love to see Bob Saget break down that video. <laughs> And then they get the prize at the end. You've won $10,000. Yeah. And the Patriot Prayer guys and these fur-trimmed communists come out and collect <laughs> their prize. That would be an amazing scene. Um, oh, my gosh. Gregory Hurst said, Democratic anarchist communism is clearly superior, promptly hit by car. Only way to make it better is if the world or the word reality was written on the truck. Oof. <laughs> Oof. That's a good one. I like that. Um, there it is. You know, it does it twice for me. I wonder what the audience. It only does it once for me. I can. What, what I hear is what they hear, but because to me it seems like you have horrible, horrible comic timing. No, that's 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 true. <laughs> it's just it only plays once. Uh, Mike Beaton said, "Just like Antifa, bring a knife to a Jesus truck fight." <laughs> uh, the blonde rant said, "Happy New Year, you guys! Continue to be my favorite duo on YouTube." Oh, thank you so much. Oh, well, Seeing Matt you. hit one hundred and five thousand subscribers. Matt, stop bad-mouthing Wisconsin. Come visit. I'll show you a good time. Ooh. I just projected that. I don't know I don't know what sexy voice she used. Oh. But <laughs> she did say, I'll show you a good that, time. That is, uh, that is an interesting Olympic. dilemma. If there's an attractive woman in Wisconsin, would I go? <laughs> would I go to Wisconsin? Would I, I do it? Hmm. I have to think about it. Thank you uh, <laughs> Thank for supporting you, the show. Man. And happy New Um. I fail epically. Uh, no note, but a donation. Thank you very much. Thank you. Chicago conservative, Matt, if it was a Packer fan wearing a cheese head who got hit, you would laugh <laughs> twice as hard. You're already laughing just at that prospect. That, Look that's at probably you. true. If it was a commie cheese head, yeah. So I mean. yes, you can laugh harder if it's like commie. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you, Chicago conservative. Agreed. Um, Rice Cooker said there was a rumor saying that Deland made a Hillary animatronic first. Trump one too expensive ah. to make a new one, so they had to change to a Hillary one. Ah. Oh, Disneyland. That, yeah, so that's the high theory. Things, is it was, was a like, Hillary yeah. one that was made into a Trump one because they started it before the actual election? I mean, how expensive could it really be? I couldn't Does tell. Does it how take big that are. long to build a robot? We're already a year plus after the I election. I I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it's possible. I mean, it kind of looks Hillary esque. That would explain the hideousness, <laughs> I suppose. Maybe. Yeah. Um, Wanderzing said, second time donating. So here's some Jew cash. Who's the robot here? The dude on repeat or Trump expressing his view? Oh, oh, yeah. Who's the robot? So he's saying, is the is the guy protesting the actual robot? I mean, he ah. might as well have been. He could have been a, a robot. Could have done just as well at Lock that protesting. Lock him up. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. That's not right. Said Matt and I once made love on New Year's Eve. He dropped his ball on me. If you know what I mean. P.S. The imposter last week deserves the catapult. I wasn't even done. Wait, who's the the imposter? Who was the imposter? I already forgot last week's the show. Imposter. Last week was roaming. Yeah. Are you saying roaming deserves the catapult? That can't be what he's the, talking No. About. The imposter. Who was the imposter? How did we already forget our own show from know. a week ago? This is what happens. Uh, when we're 30 now. The, the, our in, brains just don't work anymore. This yeah. is what happens when you're 30. I can't even remember what happened last week. And, and here we are talking about the prospect of parenthood and other things. I know. Good right? luck. I'm forgetting about terrorist attacks. Things have not been, not been great. Lately. Yeah. Uh, Gregory, thank you for that. That's not right. Gregory Hurst said, to be fair, that robot won't get reelected now. <laughs> Good. Uh, Bob Smith, blonde, you put out on Gab, a white girl singing in the woods. What is that about? 
Matt, you're single with 100,000 subscribers. Don't fuck this up. That's what I've been telling him all week. And it's because I have a bit of a girl crush on this Swedish chick named Yona Ginton. Oh, it's this one. Yes. She is a combing artist and a beautiful, long-haired, blonde Swede. And I find her enchanting and beautiful and Skag disagrees. So Well, we had a how how public do I want to make this? We Yona had a Yinton. we had a Skype conversation in which you said, look at something to the effect of look at this goddess. And then I found a picture of her that was, in all fairness, less flattering. The picture of her was not a great picture of her. And I thought, you are inflating her attractiveness. And then you we think had kind Beyonce of, is hot. I, I never said Beyonce is hot. I'm not saying she's ugly either. I'm just saying Beyonce is Beyonce. Dude, audience, go look her up. Her name, Jonah. It's it's Yona, but it's J-O-N-N-A, Jinton, J-I-N-T-O-N. Look her up. Tell me she is not a stone-cold fox, feminine, Swedish, beautiful, talented goddess. I don't know. What do you want me to say here? You're it's your crazy. case to make. You're crazy. You're crazy. All right, let's get to the rest of these. Um... Blippity Blue said, just had to give something for the three super chats Blonde did not read last time. What? Jeez. I find that hard to believe. I'm Well, I, there is the $5 rule on Sunday, too. I don't, yep. Maybe that might have played. So sorry if I actually skipped any, but I don't think that I did. Jeez, that's a non-apology. We, I don't we, think I did. We formally apologize for the transgression we have committed. No, I'm sorry if I actually did, but I, yeah, I just yeah. don't think I did. Uh, Redica said, I elect week three of Border Catapult Palooza for the obnoxious game. <laughs> Yeah, but oh, yeah, he's a good he's a good uh, candidate for catapult for sure. We're in talks about the dome though, and so the catapult might just not. You, you just know. have a door that opens up, catapult window. A catapult window. Yeah, All right, I mean, you can again. engineer that. If you can build an entire dome, you can put a hole in it. <laughs> I guess that's true. How hard could that be? <laughs> that didn't even occur to me. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Are you handy? Said, watch this General Dynamics robot doing a backflip. Thanks for making us laugh. Did you see that video? No, I don't even know what this is. Oh, it's this robot doing a backflip. It's what it sounds like, but it's just total Terminator. I watched it and I was like, oh my God, they're coming for us all. I'll sign it to you after the show. Well, maybe that's not so bad, all things considered. Do I want, um, I don't know, do I want a future where that that fur-trimmed communist has political (laughs) power or do I want to be killed by the robots? I don't, hmm, I don't know. Um, Let's see, and then let's just do two more. Jess Han said, just another female viewer. Blonde, imagine the swatting situation from 30 years ago. Would a phone book be to blame for releasing addresses? Uh, no, yeah, but that's... I would say that if somebody looked up somebody's number or like somebody's address in a phone book and then called the police, then I would say uh, that that person was to blame for releasing the address. Yeah. I think that's an not, interesting question, but I think it is that's probably... Not a, that's not an, you know... This is a false equivalency because I'm. She's putting the blame on an inanimate object. Right. Somebody I mean, we. I think. I do think we. Yeah. We have to acknowledge that somebody gave that information, knowing that there was hostility associated with it. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you for that. And actually, the last one right now is Deferin said, "Wow, that video became borderline snuff at the end. Disgusting. Yeah, it kind of did, didn't it? Oh, Dustin yeah. Diamond getting stabbed to death while banging some pretty hot chick." Yeah, I mean, I guess, all things considered, sure. I hope he doesn't die that way. In real life? What do you mean? Yeah. Like someone's going to stab him? Or like he's banging some D-list actress and then she stabs him to death. There would be some irony in that. Yeah, I guess. I just, I don't know why they would stab him. What did he do? Dustin Diamond? I don't know. Didn't he try to stab somebody? 
I'm sure there's a oh, situation yeah, right. he did. that he could get in where he... So yeah, maybe if he out. pulls a knife on her and she just <laughs> self-defenses him. Uh, okay, well, let's get back to these after this. I think he might have actually stabbed somebody. I can't remember. He, the did accusation he was he pulled time? a knife. Did he come out all buff and he, then made He a did four months in jail, I think. No, no, the porn was before, like oh, 10 God. years before. Yeah, the porn was like 2006. Uh, let's do this. All right, let's do these terrible last two segments. Fine. Oh, no, okay. Was, uh, I'll be back and I'm going to take another pee break while the... Are you serious? And no, wait, that's the wrong one. Nothing. We don't have any, no, that's the wrong one too. We don't have any terrorist attacks. We have hoax hate. There we go. <laughs> and now the nobody saw it happen, but it's totally a product of Trump's America hoax hate crime of the week. Ah, shit, it's backwards. You think they'll notice? Okay, uh, you know the bit. So this was, uh, let's find the story here. This was linked to me by several people this week. Thank you for linking it to me. Where's my story here? The, mm, here we go. Uh, police suspect drew swastikas lewd images in Manhattan buildings. So uh, police are searching for a suspect who drew swastikas and, you guessed it, penises. <laughs> Inside multiple Manhattan buildings. Police released surveillance image of the man. Uh, surprise, surprise. He's one of those black guys with low self-esteem. That's what we're dealing with here. The, the, the surveillance image of, uh, of the suspect released by the New York Police Department is uh, a young African-American male drawing swastikas all over Manhattan Ugh. buildings. Uh, heard this story before. Yeah, and that's why I'm being brief here. Uh, the New York Police Department Hate Crimes Task Force is investigating. <laughs> so it's still being considered a hate crime, even though it was an, apparently a black Nazi who did it. Hate crime. We'll see what happens with that one. That's about all there is to the story. I mean, it's got detail. The story here, if you're curious, has detailed summary of all the different dicks he drew and all the different swastikas he drew, if you're interested in those details. Several dicks, several swastikas. Not a Nazi. But the hate crime uh, unit of the New York Police Department is still investigating. The second part, uh, we have a two-part hoax hate here. The second one, I think, is more interesting. It is, uh, it's not a, a hoax crime, but it is an instance of crime that is being immediately assigned to a hate motive, a race or religious hate motive, uh, when the police are disputing that. So this um this comes from very trustworthy Twitter account and social media presence. I guess they call themselves a news outlet. Uh, now this, you know, they're always posting the various lies that Bill Maher retweets. Bill Maher's a big now this guy. He just retweets their garbage all they the time. They have a shitload of followers, too. I think I like 1.6 million or something like that. Yeah, something like that. So this tweet was posted on Christmas Eve. This Muslim teen was brutally beaten by her classmates. Welcome to Trump's America. Dun, 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 dun. And they show video of what happened. Now, again... The events in question aren't necessarily disputed, but they're not being forthright about what actually happened here, according to Palm Beach Sheriff's Office. This is in somewhere in Palm Beach area, Florida. I'll have to read some of this because some of it's text. So a 14-year-old Muslim girl was violently beat by a gang of girls. The girl's father wrote on Facebook that she is being bullied for being Muslim. She has bruises on her face, one eye is black, neck, 
uh, had nails, big nails in her neck, and there are lots of bumps on her face as the father. She used to say they're making fun of her, uh, that she's a terrorist, that kind of thing. The Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office says they're investigating and that race or bullying may not have played a role in the altercation. So they acknowledge that. But then they continue going on. Well, here's what CARE says, though. Yeah. The police say, well, race and religion aren't involved, but here's what CARE says. Okay. For a chapter of CARE, the Council on American Islamic Relations. Look at how that girl is dressed. Which one? That slutty one that just, God help me that I, I have a daughter and she turns out to be some little bully slut like these girls. <laughs> okay, which, it's, tell me when to, well, I guess we're on a different time. Which, what color shirt is she wearing? The She's blue wearing one? a black tube top. She just walked past. Oh, I see. Let me see. Why are we focusing on the outfits here? I don't see the tube top. Where's this? Oh, right there, there we go. Yeah, okay. Yeah, these are like 14-year-old girls. That's probably, yeah. Hmm. Oh, my God. Okay, here's what Care says. The girls in the first, uh, oh, wait, I, uh, yeah, here we go. Care Florida receives numerous complaints of school bullying incidents and serious assaults against Muslim youth. At a constantly increasing rate, we've reached out to the victim's family and will ensure that this serious issue is addressed swiftly and appropriately by local officials. The girl's mother has pressed charges against the students. Now this. Okay. Now here's what the Palm Beach Sheriff's Office actually released. This um this was three days prior to that. So again, they say, she's being beaten up because she's Muslim and this is Trump's America when neither of those things are substantiated. One, that this had anything to do with her race or religion and two, that it has anything to do with the president. So... Uh, or actually the, I, I should take that back. I'm not sure that this, this advisory might've come out after now this released their thing. The, the incident was December 21st. So might've mixed up the timeline there a little bit, but anyway, two students who are from separate high schools in the area agreed to meet over an ongoing dispute. The suspect, the one in the blue shirt who was leading the charge of the fight there apparently told the victim she wanted to meet to fight the victim being this Muslim teen in the black shirt. The victim agreed to meet anyway. Uh, police investigation so far says at no time was race or bullying. They spoke with the, the mother uh, of, the, of the Muslim teen. At no time was race or bullying ever discussed, determined, or considered to have played a role in the altercation. And the investigation is ongoing here. Then they also released this on Twitter, again, to, to far less reach than what now this has. All parties agreed to meet and to fight at a specific location and time, Palm Beach Sheriff's Office de uh, deputies preparing paperwork to charge the suspects involved with simple battery. So these girls are going to be charged with battery, as it looks like they should be. Um, the investigation will be submitted to the state attorney's office. All caps, there is no evidence of a hate crime. I'm calling it right now. This is about a boy. Hmm. This is about a guy. This Muslim skank probably banged somebody's boyfriend and then a bunch of girls kicked her ass. They agreed to fight. They met to fight. Something was yeah. going on in their lives. This isn't like, oh, I hate you because you're Muslim. That's not what happened here. Now, some accounts say that the the victim girl, the Muslim girl, agreed to meet under. She said that she thought they were going to talk, but it's been demonstrated apparently through communication of some form. There's demonstration that the police have that she knew that the aggressor girl, if you want to call her that, wanted to fight. Said meet me at this time to fight. So there doesn't seem to be any question about whether she went to this park under the premise of fighting this other girl when she got there. Now it turns out other girl brought an entourage apparently and they jumped her, which isn't cool. That's not cool. I'm not, I'm not 
saying that's fine at all. I'm Ugh. saying they should be charged with battery. These girls, no, this is, where are their parents? These girls are just turned into Florida trash before yeah. they're 15 years old. And uh, you can't tell me that now this gives a shit about this actual girl. Now right. this gives a shit about pushing this narrative and this yeah. Muslims are under threat and Trump's America ideological worldview. They don't care about any of the facts here. They just care about how they can use that footage to promote their preconceived agenda. Yep. So, you know, not, I, I don't want people, again, I don't want people to take the suggestion of hoax hate crime to, to, for me to be saying this isn't a crime. It is. It's just, just because a Muslim was involved doesn't mean we presume that religion and or race was the cause. And I don't know how they say this is Trump's America. Did girls not get in catty fights like this in Obama's no. America? In fact, a few weeks ago, I saw a video that was about a year old of this girl getting, she had her three-year-old cousin on her lap, this little white girl. She was 13 or 14 and she gets pulled off the bench by her hair and then a bunch of black girls just kick her face and just beat the shit out of her while yeah. this other black dude is like videotaping it and dancing around her and stuff. I didn't hear a peep about this in the media. Was that Obama's America? Was that work? Obama's America? Yeah. Or who, whose America was that? Yep. Nope. They only care uh, about this because it's a Muslim girl. We yeah, have no well, idea what was going on with them interpersonally. Yeah. And I, 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 I do care about this behavior i care about making sure that people who acted wrongly are punished here but you can't convince me that now this does now this doesn't give a shit about right and wrong in this scenario right at all right and uh, really and what can you even do about something like this you try to i mean it seems like uh, a matter for the police in the area and a matter for i guess it didn't take place on school grounds so it's not really a school matter uh, this is either. poor parenting that has put out a bunch of slutty white trash girls what, what are the police going to do about this well, they committed a crime. I mean, they committed battery. That needs to be prosecuted. They're 14, though. Nothing's going to happen to them. Yeah, I guess They'll you're right. They'll probably get, like, community service or something. Okay. Well, are you ready to, to, to face the cringe? I guess. I guess. It's going to happen kinda, whether or not I wanted to. Spoiler alert. This is our second dose of now this. That's all I can tell you. Oh, and because now this okay. uses a lot of text on their videos, I'm going to have to kind of narrate it as we go in case people are listening to the audio and they're not able to see the video. Uh, so yeah, this is our second dose of now this for the week. Laura Kingsley draws a clitoris wherever she goes. Uh, well, that's, that's atypical. That's unusual. Let's learn more, Laura Kingsley. Oh, I don't want to. <laughs> no. Hold on. I got to, I, my volume is bumped down here. I don't want to. Let's, let's make sure we can hear Laura at full volume. Learning more about the clitoris is a huge step in understanding that we're really like awesome sexual beings, not others. The 24-year-old started Clitorosity, a community-driven awareness campaign to spark conversation and raise awareness about the full structure of the clitoris. The clitoris is kind of referred to as almost a mystery, something that needs some serious finding, when in reality it's this awesome structure that can be mapped out like any other part of the body. Kingsley has drawn roughly 100 clitorides in 18 states and five countries. And she says uh, people make the mistake. That, I... <laughs> she says people mistake the sketch for an octopus when they see it. Learned how shocking, um, surprising, and also empowering learning about the clitoris structure was. 
Kingsley got the idea for clitorosity in college while teaching sex ed classes to other students there it is. about pleasure, not just we protection. We emphasize penetration um, in a lot of the sexual messages that we got. With more people getting more information about the clitoris and also feeling more comfortable to talk about their bodies and to talk about pleasure, that we all can have the pleasure that we are capable of. Uh, shut up! More than half of women need clitoral stimulation to orgasm. Kingsley wants more girls educated about the more organ. More than half of women. I'm not it's, buying that. 99.9% of women. If you're going to teach people sex ed stuff, at least teach them the, the right stuff. God. And it's there exclusively to give them pleasure. Good thing Laura Kingsley was there to tell them about this, or else they'd never know. If your legs are kind of going up like this. Kingsley drew her first clitoris in New York City where she lives. Now other women help bring her vision to life, drawing sketches around the world. Drawing on the street, I get to engage with people. People come up to us and ask what we're doing, what we're drawing, realizing what else don't we know, what else is left out of the conversation that can help us, you know, live with pleasure. Yeah, what else? What else? Let's draw some gigantic dicks so that we can help men understand about how to live with pleasure. And without shame. Mm -hmm. There's too much dick shame. Exactly. Uh, your thoughts on Laura Kingsley's clitorosity. I don't know how many times I have to tell you, no surprise cringe that makes me lose faith in humanity. <laughs> That's the point. That's the purpose of surprise cringe. She's got that suspicious square head shape. We should start with that. <laughs> Do I have to put this up on screen? No. This, I, let's see the square head shape. I don't know what to tell you about stuff like I, I'm just bored with all of this I'm like all right feminists are talking about their vaginas again awesome like how many times do I have to hear this I'm just I picked bored. a I picked a random frame to look at her square head and of course it's just captain captioned penetration <laughs> big letter yellow letters uh, I also liked that when she said that they they mistake this four-limbed object that she's drawing for an octopus would that be a quad puss Think about it. It kind of looks How like the shadow monster. How long did you hold on to that one? When did you I, put that in the notes? That's true. I wrote it in the notes. It's a quad puss, but um, but I have to give myself a rim shot for that. Oh! <laughs> uh, Gross. Yes. Oh, the most useful information I got from that. Uh, clitorides is the plural term. I did I learn did something. I did not know that either. Clitorides. Clitorides. Now I know. Um, it also looked like the shadow monster. If you watch the latest, the latest round of, uh, or the latest season of, um, stranger yeah. things kind of looked like the shadow monster. Yeah. So this weird feminist has a shadow monster vagina. Is that what you're telling me? I mean, it looks more like the shadow monster than an octopus, but I'm pretty sure the shadow monster also has more than four legs. That's, this is all just gross. I always leave this show just so unaroused. <laughs> well, that's not what laura wants she <laughs> wants you to know your body Ew. um Ew. you notice that she said she's drawn clitorides in five countries uh, if i could talk to laura if i could interview her i would say when is the clitorosity tour going to somalia and will you draw <laughs> cut here will you draw a cut here line on your <laughs> on your sidewalk art I am 90% sure that you only wanted to talk about this segment because you had two jokes about it locked and loaded. Just a scissors, like with a dotted line and a scissors, you know, so that the, the Somalis are educated. Or, you know, any of gotta, these like sub-Saharan, you know, these, these FGM countries. Uh, and as I said, why the double standards are quite apparent. I mean, I think that's obvious. But why is this so virtuous and celebrated? But if I go out and draw gigantic dicks... 
uh, for the exact same reason. That's treated as crude. That's treated as People vandalism. People would say that's perhaps. rape culture. It's rape culture, sure. Um, why? 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 Uh, why is this one about living with pleasure, but male pleasure is excluded? Um, because feminists still control the narrative, and most women are feminists, even if they say that they're not. Hmm. You you think they're lying when they you think they're no? Awful. I think that the the average Western woman has internalized feminism, and even though she might Ooh. not say I'm a feminist, she's still you know being promiscuous. She's still uh, putting her career before her family, you know. And then she's saying well, I'm not really a feminist, but is orchestrating her life as such. Hmm. Internalized feminism. That's an interesting concept. It, it, totally, totally. Yeah. Um, and to your point that you made earlier, if this is all about educating women and women join in to draw these, to educate other women, what the hell woman outside of like a teen girl or a very young girl is not aware of this? How are you not, who are you educating? Yeah, we all have the internet. I can find a way better picture than this on my phone. I'm not going to see something on the street and be like, wow, I have never even envisioned something like this. This is totally new information. I couldn't gather from any other source. I thought the, I thought the concept here was that men are bad at understanding and finding and all that stuff. Yeah. Right. You're supposed to probably talk to guys like me or whoever on the street so that I know that it's some giant octopus thing or whatever. I mean, I I don't understand when she talks about educating women about pleasure. Pretty sure they know. (laughs) Yeah. I don't have to draw a dick for other guys, you know, like, hey, do you know this is the anatomy here? (laughs) It's two balls. Yeah. Okay. Pretty sure you have it. 750. Our show is top every time. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the good news is it's over now, except for Super Chat. Oh, thank God. That's all I got. Um, Okay. Who was the last person that I Super Chatted? I don't remember. I'm not very good at this, guys. You've seen Wayne's World, right? Long time ago. Oh, well, never mind. But there's the scene where Wayne leaves and Garth has to do the show alone and he just chokes. So I was making jokes about that when you were in the bathroom. I was like, well, I, I felt the same way. Like when you disconnected and I had to do super chat myself a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> um, okay. Do you remember who the last person was? No, that's your job. I'm sorry. My job is poorly timed rim shots. Ah, I'm sure the media. It please. was the borderline snuff one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sam said my turn for a new year's hand job. Thank you for the cringe, the laughs, the bitchy, and especially balance and nuance. You're my support in Northwest Liberty Hill. Thank you so much, Sam. We appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in. Happy New Year. Appreciate it. And Caesar has just been growling at me for people. Yeah, my dog is like scratching at the door too. He's... Oh, really? Caesar was on my lap making some noises that sounded a lot like a fart. So if you hmm. listen back to this and it sounds like I farted, it was my dog. <laughs> um, Dr. Lurkey says, Alone by Falling in Reverse is worse than that song. I don't know that one. Neither do I. I mean, is it is it just the song or does it have like a similarly themed music video i don't know i don't think I could that there could possibly be a similarly themed music video uh look it up um while i'm reading these reticus said talking about the music video all communists can justify wait all communists can justify the killing of anyone standing in the way of the revolution that ends in utopia um, yeah i suppose so and thank you for referencing what you were talking about because we often get confused <laughs> in our old age I'm um, watching Madigan. the video for this right now, but I can't play the music both because it'll be loud, but also because of copyright reasons. But oh, 
I, I don't know this, what they're referring to. Sorry about that. Um, Maddington said, nothing says feminism more than Iranian women throwing their headscarves off their head, off their heads. That's feminism I support. I'm with you there. Oh yeah. Isn't there, I haven't followed the news at all, but there's some kind of big events or protests happening. Uh, yeah, there's, you know, a lot of people flying the face of the government, but Stefan Molyneux you just made a video about this today. Um, check it out. I haven't seen a lot of other content creators covering it, but I'm sure hmm. there's going to be more coverage. Well, if that's what's going on, if it is a uh, removal of the hijab for <laughs> protesting purposes, that's, that's cool. That, I mean, that would be a, a feminism a that I feminist. would like to see. Yeah. Exactly. I'm, I'm there with you. Uh, Josh, your boy said, Nintendo plans to release to Harambe as a DLC character in Smash Brothers. Hmm. Doesn't anybody like own the trademark to Harambe or copyright of Harambe? I mean, somebody's got to be cashing. Does the Cincinnati Zoo own that intellectual property? Or, I don't think so. Or is it just public domain? Can you just... I don't think you, that you could trademark a, a dead gorilla. Yeah, but isn't he like zoo property kind of? Like, Do you have to pay the Cincinnati Zoo to make a Harambe themed thing? I'm acting outraged at the stupidity of your inquiry, yet I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I kind of, I don't know. I wonder to enrich yourself using Harambe's image and name and stuff. Do you have to pay anybody else? That's my question. Uh, I don't think so, but maybe somebody, maybe somebody knows. Shoot us an email. Dean Stevens says that first time in the live chat, it's 4 PM Sunday here. And it's a balmy 25 degrees Celsius. That's 77 degrees for fags. Love you guys. And love the show. 4 PM Sunday must be what? Like Australia, Australia Sunday. Uh, I would presume. Uh, anyway, thank you. Thank you. And happy new year. Um, Redica says, when will Harambe Kong be available on Steam? I don't know. It's yeah, it sounds like it's coming to PC in the next couple months. So, we'll um, see. Brian Gaston, this is my last super chat as I've resolved to stop giving Google a cut. Congrats on your subscriber growth in the new year. I think you should host more cringe debates like the one with Nico House. <laughs> Here's to you. I, Thank you so much. You've been a great supporter, Brian. Yeah. I really appreciate all that you have given us. Greatly appreciated, Brian. Um, I am always open to hosting and I'm always kind of trying to prod a little bit on Twitter where the opportunity presents itself, but trying to get people to show up. And that's why you'll notice when I talk to Nico or I talk to River Gibbs or whomever else, even if uh, I don't like them personally, sometimes I do and sometimes I don't, I always try to be thankful for them for showing up because the reality is 99% plus do not show up. Yeah. yeah, Jared Holt, why don't you come on our channel? And that's I'll, good the other way too. I'll, I, if people invite me, if they want to host me, I'll go. But they don't ever want to host either. Yeah, I would just love to get him on this. Just sink my claws into him. Oh, I would do the same thing. I'd do the popcorn bit. I'd do the popcorn bit again. I would just sit here and eat popcorn, watching you guys go at each other. Dude, other's a scarf wearing man has nothing against me. They would just be. <laughs> it, it would just be vicious. It would just be a vicious attack. He'd be crying by the end of it. <sighs> <sighs> Only in my fantasies. Um, yeah. Stan said, love seeing blondes joy watching Antifa get hit by a truck. Is that your new screensaver? Happy new <laughs> I can't help it. I'm only human. I'm only human. And I just think it's hilarious when people that I hate get hurt in hilarious ways. What do you want? What do you want? There's right, an it was just, it was just the it. right amount of injury for comedy's sake yeah. without being gruesome. Like, you know? oh, you broke your hip. Hmm. Sorry. <laughs> it was just the perfect amount. <laughs> Just, just. Exclusive. And they were running like a girl. I'm running, I'm <laughs> running. And then they get by a car. So, uh, um, EC Morgan, Matt, congratulations on 500 or 105,000 subs. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, been a good week. I, I really wanted to hit the 100,000 by year's end was the goal. And it, well, recently I thought, no way that's happening. I've had a really good surge lately. So now I've got five 5,000 to spare. Give them to me. Send them my way. So it's, you know, <laughs> the, 
I don't know. I don't know what the goal for 2018 is, but I never thought I'd get this far, and I'm really happy to uh, to have what I have now. I, I mean, we've built something that's that's really um, incredible, and I say we, including the audience. I, I mean, oh yeah, yeah. If they've helped us. Uh, obviously, this doesn't exist from a worthwhile perspective because if no one's watching it, why would we make it? But from a financial perspective and just being financially feasible, we we owe it to them as well. So. Yep. Really appreciate everybody who has made not only this podcast, but my channel a viable thing. And I think 2018 is going to be even better, I hope. Um, Joshy Boy said, according to unofficial reports, these black agents are recruited members of the Hood Reich. <laughs> Derek Olson, blonde, you like that Swedish chick because she is your Aryan idol. P.S. Where can I watch TNG? I'm going to take up Colning in the Idaho forest. I'm going to do it. <laughs> oh um, and you can watch TNG on Netflix, but it's not the Ari- digitally remastered version. You would be the Simon Cowell of Aryan Idol. I- the- <laughs> I'd be like, well, you can only get like three cows to come to you with that culming. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jachi Boy said that fight was as close as we're going to get to hijab pulling. Ayo. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, imagine if that was actually captured on footage. Imagine if she had the hijab and it was actually ripped off. Uh, Redica said, yeah. also going back to the music video, Bert Kreiser would have made a better Weinstein. Who? I don't know who that is. How do you spell it? I'll look at this person. B-E-R-T-K-R-E-I-S-C-H-E-R. It auto-filled. Yeah, he, he looks, his website is BertBertBert.com. Very okay. cool. Good for him. Uh, looks like he's a comedian of some type. Yeah, stand-up comedian. I'm not familiar with him, but yeah, he looks like he would probably fit all right. Although... He's 44, so he's kind of young-ish, too. To, How to old be is Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein? Isn't Weinstein like 60 or something, like in his 60s? I don't know. I'm pretty sure that he's like, I thought he was in his early 50s, and he just looks like oh, he just looks hit. He just looks horrendous. He's 65. Wow. Harvey Weinstein is. He looks great for 65. Nope. He looks <laughs> terrible for anyone. Yeah, he's really gross. <laughs> uh, Recent Evil said, depiction of the clitoris is Islamophobic. <laughs> ah, that's, that's probably true. Uh, uh, Redicus said all vagina art is a mystery unless the woman is attached to it, plus all representations aren't anatomically correct. Yeah, she doesn't have anatomically correct representations. Hmm. Um, just two more and then we'll close out. Wendy Jensen, that feminism chick should be bringing awareness to uh, FGM and helping girls to keep their clitorises. Yeah, I'm with you, Wendy. Why can't feminists ever do anything fucking useful? They That's just why I want to know what countries she went to, too. She says she went to five. Tell me what five. Yeah, like what five, five European you... countries where a bunch of Europe, European feminists were like, you're so great. Good yeah. for you. Good for you. Yeah. Um, Boogeyman917, uh, I don't know about you, but it makes me feel empowered when I'm even given the opportunity to find clitoris. Happy <laughs> <years>. <laughs> Thank you, Boogeyman. And we are good. I think that's the last one. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, I wish I had I wish I had some fancy New Year's thing to say, but I can't emphasize how much we appreciate everybody supporting us through this year. And, and um, it's just kind of an arbitrary date change. It's not that meaningful, but 2018 I think is going to be even bigger and better until you're off to go put babies into the world, and we'll figure out what happens. Then. But for now, it's been a pleasure. It's been awesome. It's been an awesome year, and I hope 2018 is even better. We appreciate everybody in the super chat um, and uh, supporting the show and, and helping us keep everything afloat here and uh, feeding us facts while we're missing them. Uh, if you're listening on YouTube later or in an audio platform on demand, hey, Caesar, 
Thank you kindly as well for supporting the show. Remember, there is more material, including the Wednesday Night Call-In Show, which returns this Wednesday, on the audio platforms. If you want to listen back to it, check those out. They're all linked in the description. You can always email us. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. We'll be back next Sunday as usual, because if it's Sunday, sorry, Chuck Todd, it's not Meet the Press. It's Beauty and the Beta. Happy New Year. Be safe, be happy, be healthy. Bye, guys. Have a good night.